At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. The Oilers up three to nothing. So I'd like to see heading into the third period. The Phoenix Suns lead 89 to 83 over the Mavericks. Uh, I think this is a worst case scenario for both of us because DeAndre Ayton has done diddly and squat and the Suns are winning. So yeah, Luca got- had a quiet third too and uh, Mavs are still within uh, shouting range. So. Luke's got 26, so if you played an over there, I took a little on this over. I think half, he had like 24, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, so 89-83 uh, as the Suns win the third quarter by eight, and the only other game going on as we speak in the playoffs, Minnesota leading St. Louis 4-2, to two, trying to even up that series midway through the third period. Well, we were just talking about the AFC North and the team that hey, made the most buzz in the NFL draft in that division was the Pittsburgh Steelers because they were the only team to select a quarterback in the first round, and that was Kenny Pickett out of the University of Pittsburgh. And to talk more about it, we bring in Chris Carter at Carter Critiques on Twitter. Uh, check out his podcast, the Locked On Steelers podcast. Chris, it really wasn't a surprise that at 20, the Steelers went quarterback. I think most people had them penciled in taking a quarterback, but they had the pick of the litter. They could have taken anyone and they ended up taking Kenny Pickett. Were you surprised that at the end of the day, with everyone still available, they went Pickett over Willis and the rest of the quarterback field? Being honest, I wasn't too surprised, but a little cut off guard. I will say I was a little surprised because I was starting to buy into the national hype that the Steelers were into Malik Willis. I mean, we ourselves had seen them going very closely to Malik Willis in the senior bowl, taking every opportunity to get to know him. But one thing that I said, and I tweeted this out when Mike Tomlin said this back uh, back on the Monday before the NFL draft at Heinz Field when all the Pittsburgh media were getting asked questions. You know, uh, Aditi Kikabwala asked him, hey, what do y'all value the most about quarterbacks? And when she, when, when she asked that question, at first Mike Tom was like, ah, there's a lot of things. But then he said, you know what? We value that, the, the competitive part of it. We value being a, uh, being a player who runs to adversity 
rather than from adversity. And when you heard that from Mike Tomlin, you, you, you started to think like, okay, he's talking about guys that raised up in competition. He went even further into that and talked about stepping up in big moments. And I'm like, well, if there's a player in this class who stepped up in big moments, it's Kenny Pickett. I mean, everyone knows about the QB slide, but there were so many times where it was overtime against UNC or down to the final two minutes against Virginia that this guy just kept finding ways to make big, big, big plays and big moments. And those were things that the Steelers valued. And so those were some of the breadcrumbs that, that Mike Tomlin laid out. But Kevin Colbert for years has said they value accuracy. They value being able to see the field and understand what's going on in front of you. To my, in, in my book, Kenny Pickett was the best at both reading the field and had the most accurate arm of the guys in this class. That's why I think it made sense for them to take him. Um, I get the, 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 uh, the Malik Willis hype. I get that there's, there was a lot of upside with his arm strength and with his speed. But Kenny Pickett's a guy that they're ready to, to go with right now. And I think he makes an interesting camp battle with Mitch Trubisky and uh, Mason Rudolph. Uh, Chris, it's neither here nor there now because the draft is over. But Sam Howell was the best quarterback in his draft class. <laughs> oh, well, they, not even close. They, Sam Howell got smoked by Kenny Pickett when they went up one-on-one this year. Uh, how many years did Kenny Pickett play at Pittsburgh? Five, he, am I correct? He was on the roster with, for five. But he, he played, played in all four. And he, he got played, an extra he year. He got an extra year because of COVID. He never mm-hmm. thrown more than thirteen touchdown passes in a season before the fifth now, year. Hold on, Sean. Hold on, Sean. Yeah. I, I covered the university. I know. So then you know what I'm telling you is accurate. Go look but it here's up. What I'll tell you, but here's what I'll tell you why. If you watched those games where he threw thirteen touchdowns in those seasons, a lot of touchdowns were dropped, and that oh, was something. Oh, okay. Now I'm t- I'm telling you, if you go back and watch. The drop rate was insane. In fact, Pitt had the most drops in all of college football in 2020. And there were several games that Pitt would have even won had they just caught the passes Kenny Pickett was put on their receivers. They had a, a new receiver coach, Brennan Marion, who helped boost up the, the receiver group. Jordan yeah, Addison. I know B. Marion from William & Mary via Hawaii. Yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brennan Marion, great coach. And he's, with, he's at Texas, Texas now. And he made a huge difference. And that receiver group, they reduced their drop rate. And that's what allowed Kenny Pickett to soar in 2021. So what I say is he finally got the receiver group he needed. And when it when he went one-on-one with Sam Howell, he made the big plays. Sam Howell couldn't. Sam and I Howell, think that was a big but that, to, to your point, Sam Howell threw for 3,000 yards three years in a row. The only year this past year that he dropped off slightly was because all of his skill guys were drafted. All right. I know. I like giving Chris a hard time. We'll move on, though. <laughs> Having said that, when we look, I, you know, I got to pump him, pump his brakes a little bit. Come and peacock and well, you're, about a one I year mean, wonder in, 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 in college. I let's haven't get met a this. person who likes Sam Al Maybe his parents. Let's get to this dynamic. Uh, with everything going on with Ryan Tannehill saying he's not going to mentor or it's not uh-huh. his responsibility to mentor Malik Willis, how do you anticipate the relationship between Mitchell Trubisky, who's, you know, trying to establish that? You know, he wasn't overdrafted, that it just has taken him longer to develop into a consistently elite quarterback. How is that relationship with him and Kenny Pickett, you know, going to, I guess, move forward? From what I understand, there's a very open relationship as far as these guys talking to each other, getting to know each other and and, and being able to be, hey, we're all here to get better around each other. The Steelers, from from what I've I've understood about the early stages of this, because again, Kenny Pickett just got drafted less than a week ago. So he's still 
doing it's funny though the, the Steelers are trying to take him on all the tours like you can't take him to Manny's brothers he's been here for five years like he knows all <laughs> he knows all the tricks of the city you can't, can't take him to downtown Pittsburgh and think he doesn't know what that's like but they did it anyways for a good joke but still with Mr. Trubisky I think there's going to be that yes hey we're both competing against each other but it's also a a sense of like there's a level of respect here and a level level of professionalism I don't anticipate it to be like Ryan Tannehill with how his comments about Malik Willis kind of sparked a lot of things this week. I actually think there's going to be more of a friendly competition between these guys. And not friendly in the sense that they're going to give each other, you know, easy, easy days. But in the sense that, like, hey, like, we're going to respect each other. We're not going to try to just, you know, dog eat dog, you know, push each other around. It's going to be more like, hey, you know what? If I'm the best this day, I'm the best this day. And that's just what it is. Um, so I, I do think it's going to be interesting, but I also want to point out one of the biggest things that Kenny Pickett did very well this year. He understands defenses. He understands how defenses disguise their packages. And that was something that I pointed out even in 2020, back when his receivers were dropping more passes and, 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 and making mistakes, this guy was picking up on how defenses were trying to cover up what they wanted to do. And I was like, this guy's a lot smarter than, than most college quarterbacks these days. And uh, that, that took another step forward last year. I'm very interested to see how he takes that step forward in the NFL. Does that translate? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But that could be a big story for Kenny Pickett. Well, the Steelers did have one of what I thought was one of the more neat selections and Connor Haywood from uh, Michigan State okay. pairing him up with his brother. I thought that was really cool. But this question is about Calvin Austin and George Pickens. They did have some mm-hmm. departures from that wide receiver group. What's the expectations for Pickens and Austin, you know, in the, as rookies? Well, I anticipate them to be a lot faster. When you look back at the 40-yard dash times of Juju Smith-Schuster and James Washington, they're both in the 4-5 range. George Pickens ran a 4-4-7 in the 40-yard dash. Calvin Austin ran a 4.32. These are guys that can move. They can run. They can challenge in different ways. And I truly see, when you look at this offense, the skill positions players on this offense now, even with Mitch Trubisky, they're all in their mid to early of a part of their late 20s. And this is a very young roster, whereas just a couple of years ago, you'd say, wow, the Ben Roethlisberger, Marquise Pouncey, David DeCastro, really old offensive group here. But now you're dealing with either Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, or Kenny Pickett. And then you got Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris coming off their rookie seasons. Then you got Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool in their rookie deals. And you still got George Pickens and Calvin Austin. There's a lot of talent on this offense. I think this is going to be a much faster group i think this is going to be a, a very interesting group to watch and matt canada one thing mason rudolph kind of revealed over the offseason he said we didn't even use half of the playbook last year because of what we had to kind of do kind of working with ben roethlisberger so i anticipate a very different look for how the Steelers' offense looks this year and i think george pickens and calvin austin provide some very interesting aspects here for one calvin austin if you know who Matt Canada is, he was Pitt's offensive coordinator in 2016. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When they were when they were the only team to beat Deshaun Watson's 2016 Clemson Tigers that year before they won the national championship. What they did that year to be a prolific offense was they ran a lot of jet sweeps. They ran a lot of kind of trick plays, gadget plays that caught people off off, off guard with Quadri Henderson's speed. Quadri Henderson only ran a 4.5 on their on his 40 yard dash. Calvin Austin, he could be a burner that kind of takes that to the next level in, in the in the NFL. I anticipate them being able to use both of those receivers along with Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool to be an interesting dynamic attack that Matt Canada keys in on and still finds a way to open things up for Najee Harris at the running back position. Hey, Chris, we got 45 seconds. Uh, Can the Steelers surprise some folks this year with assuming Deshaun Watson isn't suspended, the worst quarterback room in the division? I still think the Steelers are competing for the AFC North. I say it every year. Uh, you know, it's funny on the Lockdown Podcast Network, we always do our roundtable discussions with the AFC North guys. For the past four years, every year, I'm told the Steelers are coming in last place. They're coming in last place, Chris. And then they're always in second place, first place. You know, maybe they drop to third, but they're always competing. I see it being the same this year. I don't care about the Bengals. I don't care about the Ravens. This team will find a way to compete with that defense. And I think it's going to be a dynamic offense. He is Chris Carter at Carter Critiques. Check out the podcast, the Locked On Steelers podcast. Hey, Chris, great stuff. And uh, you and Sean can yell about Sam Howell versus Kenny Pickett another day. (laughs) There he is, Chris Carter from Locked On Steelers podcast. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They have launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and DC. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the Phoenix Suns are starting to separate a little bit. I mean, the good thing is DeAndre Ayton, Sean, has gone nuts. He has scored 70 points. Oh, wait, no, he hasn't done anything. He's not even playing right now. Bismack Biombo is Based on throwing Twitter, down Twitter, it's uh, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah. It is uh, Point God doing his thing as Chris Paul, 28 points tonight, 8 assists, 110 to 93 as the Suns on a 21 to 7 run right now. You need some uh you need some yeah, magic like from the Mavericks. 6 point game a few minutes ago. Yeah. And Jay Crowder by the way, uh no points in the second half. So, like I said, it wasn't uh, yeah, we got a Bismack Biombo Wasn't he like a first round pick of the Hornets? Yes. Oh man. Jeez. Was it the Hornets or was he? I think, I think he got Hornets. a ton of money from the Hornets. I thought he was a magic first oh. round pick. It could be flip flop. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Whatever. It's not been a great year, a great career. I didn't know he was on the Suns. 
Like you're not the only like they one. They just really partying on the Mavs, huh? Bringing guys off the bench who never play. Well, I guess you know what? It was the Bobcats. So he, Sean yeah, was right. Hornets. Yeah, Sean was right. Charlotte. McGee showed up with that gold grill, and they was like, okay. And you acting like. Tackling yeah, dudes. Come on, going dog. out of bounds. Uh, Luca is headed to the free throw line. He is, uh, if he makes a free throw here. Is he we'll still on 26? Over. No, he's at 33. Oh, that was his total, right? Prompt. 33 and a half. And, you know, smart, Luca we trust. smart Tim uh, went over Luca, but very small. Is that a new thing? Smart Tim? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I when I make dumb bets because DeAndre Ayton got in foul trouble and has nine points. Yeah, it's probably that ship is I need to, I need to tell people that. Uh, so the worst thing happened for you is they got the lead. Oh, he's in the game, though. Oh, now it's time. Now it's his time. It's like Andy Dalton. It's his time. Final, <laughs> final five minutes and 40 seconds. Could have ten points. <laughs> uh, the Edmonton Oilers lead three to nothing. That's making me happy. I think we gave that out at least uh, before the show started. Yeah, before the game started. We did so. on the puck line too. Come on, Edmonton. How Get much time's left? Uh, seventeen minutes. Oh, so still got wow, plenty of time. Eternity. Plenty of time to blow this for nah, the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Put them to win like the teams have been pulling away. And Luca over his point total. So there you go. Anyone who uh, just blindly bet Luca like. You know, blindly bet Luca overs, blindly bet uh, the Reds opponent. Once again, the the moral of the night, blindly bet the Reds opponent. And Devin Booker, that folks might be the dagger. 113 to 95, Devin Booker just buried a three. 18 point lead for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the zigzag theory that so many people subscribe to did not work out all that much. It worked out in hockey tonight for the most part, right? But I mean, this is a the number one seed at home, right? If you went zigzag, so what that they won two games in the? You just got to get back to Dallas and hold court. Yeah, how confident are you that's yeah. gonna happen? I'm not really sure what uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has around his neck, but it looks scary. Is it a snake or something? Looks like a really expensive dog chain or something. I don't know, with black diamonds or I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Oh, yeah, it's over. Devin hey, Booker. shout out to Devin Booker too. Uh, Edmonton just scored again. Yeah, I told you that was easy money. Why didn't you bet it? You didn't. You made me nervous. You didn't bet it. You so, fired on like three baseball games tonight, but pucks were over here. I was coming down to the line in the Blue Jays and the Angels game, so I didn't want to lose those. And then, you know what I'm saying? So I don't like to chase. If I'd have known the results of those, I would have went ahead and and hammered Edmonton. Puck line. By the way, uh, Stormy, just uh, Stormy Bonatoni, host of My Guys in the Desert, just followed up my tweet about the Brewers. So the Brewers, once again, or sorry, the Reds, I beg your pardon. They have lost 20 games. If you have a blind bet on the run line. Yeah, I didn't get that. 18. Yeah, I know. I tweeted it out myself. I don't tag you in every single tweet, Sean. When we're on the show when I tweet, I tag you. Congratulations on your Selfish. On your I mean, tag. it is what it is. You could go to my Twitter. Can we call security? He's yeah. touching my uh, yeah, right belongings there. and possessions. It's right there. That's my Twitter feed. I tweeted it out. I didn't tag it. I need to change it. like and, the my. I need to change my heading. It still has me like as a USL football coach. Well, that's a that, that that's something that you is that do. called edit profile? Is that how you do that? What are we doing tonight? Can I read what Stormy tweeted me before you rudely interrupt? Yeah, I like Stormy. Go, Stormy, go ahead. All right, so 
The Brewers won 18 to 4 over the Reds. The Reds. All those up 5 0, by the way. That's nice. I like that. Uh, the Reds are one, in their, one for the last 19. They've lost 18 of those games mm-hmm. by two or more runs. And Stormy chimed in and said 15 of those 19 losses are by three or more. So you could go alt run line and you would be 15 and five going against the Reds. That is an un believable run if you went blindly alt run line minus two and a half you would be 15 and five fading the cincinnati reds that isn't spectacular i mean you're gonna get some good situations against the pirates i think that series starts friday i think it's friday saturday sunday series yeah you're gonna get some great situations i mean where it's, it's gonna be pirates minus 140 Type games, you're gonna be able to run line the Pirates and it be plus one fifty. So test your theory. You I'm, have a big weekend. It's not my theory. It's just facts. That's what it is. Hoops Peterson chimed in. This is uh, apparently going rounds. Just last week against the Rockies, they were around minus one twenty on the run line against the Reds in the opener of that series. Good job, Rockies tonight. By the way. Thank you for beating my Nats yeah, by in, three I'm months. I'm not in that tweet chain. I'm not cool enough to get added. So so the thing about Twitter, Sean, you could involve yourself by just... That's the old Twitter. This is new Twitter under Elon. Well, he hasn't... I don't so think you he's have to act friends. He hasn't owned it yet. Close. He hasn't owned it yet. I talked to Buddy today. Yeah? Fair soon. Okay. Cool. All right. Edmonton leading 5 to nothing over the Kings. Um, Me, him, and Kanye went over. Who was going to win the Derby? Yeah. Yeah. You want to revisit your uh, your your derby thoughts here? What we're thinking? What you're thinking here? Yeah, I love Messi. I love Guadabario. The six and the fifteen. One of those two horses will win the derby. I predict. So would you do a? Would you box an exacta with those two? Yeah. And just. I'm gonna have a lot of bets, but yes, I will. One of them will be. Vida Barrio and Messier in Exacta Box. Yes. Do you like the the six post? Is that Yeah, it's perfect. He's got speed. He'll get out. Vida Barrio has enough speed from outside not to get smothered by the two horses outside of him, classic Causeway and Zozos. So he should get a good position too. Should be about maybe six going into the first turn. He'll be able to slide over a little bit. So should both be forwardly placed. No, just I just want to get to the top of the stretch, and if my horse is good enough, I win. A lot of times in the Derby, horse gets stuck in traffic. He doesn't break fast. You know, things happen. So he runs a great race, but it just didn't fall. I just want to get to the top of the stretch and be in a position where if White Barrio and or Messier are good enough, they have a chance to win it. And I think both of them – their running style, what they've demonstrated and shown so far, they'll be in those spots. So, I know you like to be a little bit different than most. We've had multiple guests come on and say, Zandon. Eh, I don't love to give out the chalk, but Zandon at, out of the 10 posts. I think the, uh, just just to, to kind of comfort you a little bit, because you don't have to follow me on this. No, I, I'm I, not, think I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I'm the novice. I'm, I'm listening not mis- to you. If I'm not mistaken, I think six of the last nine derby winners have been the post-time favorite. But this seems to be a little bit of a different derby, right? right? Derby it field. It is. But, I mean, we'll see. 
listen, this is the thing. You can't bet them all. Right. Just don't overthink it. Like, whatever methodology you normally use, whether it's picking names, whether it's picking favorite numbers, whether you actually know how to read the racing form, and you go by speed figures or you go by pedigrees or the, the jockey, whatever it is, just go with what you normally go. And if you're right, you're going to pick up bags of money. If you're wrong, okay, you just move on. Like, the Derby to me is not something to stress about because there's 20 horses going a distance of ground they've never run before, and crazy things happen. Like, right now in the uh, Dodger-Giant game, crazy <laughs> things are happening and not in the right way. You bet the Giants, but you wouldn't back the Oilers These with These are me? earlier bets. I didn't bet them like now. I went in-game. When I went, when I when the Oilers, it was scoreless after the first. And I should have did it then, but I waited, and once they scored a goal, it wasn't worth it. Uh, Phoenix is up 25 right now with three minutes to go. They'll have a 2-0 series lead. We'll take a look at some of the adjusted series prices. Anything to be intrigued by? Do that next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon. Now to join the action, Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details final seconds ticking off in phoenix the phoenix suns going to take a 2-0 series lead they're going to cover tonight as well so both favorites take care of business and both overs hit so my guess would be a good night for the public uh as miami takes care of business despite the line ticking down a little bit open nine close seven and a half in some spots but Miami wins 119 to 103. And then Phoenix, this game, we'll see what the final score will be. But 129, 109 is where we stand right now. So uh, a relatively easy over if you had the over tonight. What helped is 66 points in the fourth quarter here, Sean, uh, collectively for these two teams. Phoenix dropping 40 in the second, uh, sorry, 40 in the fourth quarter, 71 in the second half. They trailed at the break 60 to 58. Could have got in on Phoenix, not plus money on the money line, but minus three and a half for full game. And uh, they end up winning this one 129 to 109. And Phoenix now up 2 0, heading back to Dallas on Friday. 71 and a half. That's pretty good. That is good. Yeah. Put you on pace for 142. So they underachieved in the first half. That's what I would start the post game locker room talk off with. Your Monty Williams? Yep. Underachievers. Yeah. Even though they shot. Don't go to peacocking, fellas. I mean, 71 and a half. I mean, that shows that, you know, we didn't really live up to our potential in the other half. They did set a franchise record for best shooting percentage in a playoff game at 64.5%. <laughs> I mean, you're looking for things. You Fortunately, dust you know, the team like they've dusted Dallas. I mean, you're looking for anything to continue to keep them motivated. Let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's grade out these props. All right. Let's, uh, let's do that. 
Uh, we'll grade it out. Um, Luca over. Devin Booker over. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul over. DeAndre Ayton. Let's see, eighteen and a half minus. Is that your quick math you're doing over there? Hold on, let me just hold on. Eight to carry the one. He had nine. Is that less? Is that less than than eighteen? Well, they didn't need him tonight. They won by twenty. Come on, man. You just picked the wrong horse. They had a lot of. It takes a lot of horses running fast well, don't mess to around. get the one twenty. Why I don't mess around with player props? <laughs> like, what does Odell have around his neck? Like, what is that thing? I don't know. Don't he look like one of the Vikings or something like from <laughs> What kind of ice were you rocking hey, back man. in uh, 2000? Look, man, I'm a Christian. Man, I was a wholesome young man, you know, tucked my shirt in my pants. Is is that is that uh, the bling anti-Christian? Nah. <laughs> I just was chilling, man. I, I wasn't flashy like I, that. You know what? In 2022... If Sean King was coming out, if Sean King was at the draft this past weekend, you would have you had a big old crown on your on your. Yeah, I'd have paid for it myself because I the NIL deal I'd have got going into my senior college. (laughs) Why not? Might have could have skipped the pros. (laughs) Stayed in Tulane. What? Run for mayor. And COVID gave you an extra year. Oh my goodness. So 129-109, the final. Uh, Luca finishes with 35. Uh, you're able to get the over there. Over-under was 33.5. Uh, didn't get there on rebounds or assists, so his PRA also not going over. So the only thing that cashed for you if you played Luca overs was his points, but he gets there. Uh, Devin Booker, as I mentioned, finished strong in this one. Hit five threes, 30 points, Sean. Five rebounds, or four rebounds, four assists. Uh, his PRA tonight was 34.5, so you're able to get there under on rebounds and assists by a half. Chris Paul doesn't get there on his assists because he finishes with eight, but six boards, 28 points for Chris Paul. He was terrific uh, in this one. They must have been a fantastic 20-something because, I mean, Twitter was like, Chris Paul's in his bag. Like, I saw one person say, I almost paid for cable so I could watch the game. I almost paid for <laughs> like, cable. like, what? Okay. All right, so that one in the book. Pretty impressed by the performance. One twenty nine, one oh nine, the final score as the Suns head to Dallas Friday night, uh, leading two games to none against the Mavericks. How are you feeling right now with your series ticket? Are you going to reinvest? Are you no? <laughs> I'm gonna try and uh, make that money back up. So I know I got a deficit based on what I put in that ticket because Dallas has no shot. You know what's funny, though? I reinvested today, Sean. In what? On the Suns to come out of the West. Yeah, that's a fair. So are they are they the favorite still? They are, but you can get plus money. Or you could have, as of today, now after this win, probably not. Uh, but pre-NBA playoffs, I played them plus 120. And then Devin Booker got hurt, and I was like, oh, super. I will not be reinvesting. And... Today, I was able to get it at plus 110 at stations here in town. And now Aaron just said at DraftKings, minus 115. Yeah, I guess my phone was broke. You have the Mavericks to win the series. What would you have done? If I had said, hey, Sean, I'm going back in on the Suns, you would have said, cool, I got the Mavericks to win the series. I mean, see, series. I'm the kind of person, like, I can admit when I'm wrong. 
Oh, you didn't. So I look like I'm wrong now in my Dallas Mavs series bet. That is correct. So I got to find ways to, you know, make that back. Do you like anyone coming out of the other series? I really think plus 260 on Memphis is a. Is worth taking a flyer. All right, so let's do the simple. That's sim- what I think. Let's do the simple math here, right? All right. You put in one unit on the Mavs. Mm-hmm. If you went one unit on Memphis, you're up. Uh, you know, one point six units. Yeah. Uh, probably because I'm. A, I have the Sixers too. I don't feel good about that one. No, I would not feel good on the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> Sixers tonight lose one nineteen. To 103. They are a favorite, though, Sean, come Friday night. I think I'm going to stop betting futures. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It just takes too long, you know? You're very impatient. Yeah, it's like you got to marinate the meat for a week, you know, instead of overnight. You know? See, you wouldn't get in on draft players, plays. I told you all my... Well, so I said I wanted to learn, because I'd never done that before. So I wanted to kind of learn. Next year, I'll be all in, 10 toes down. I'm talking as soon as college football season ends and that first, you know to be the number one pick comes out because I was on it. I just didn't act because I... It took you a little while. I wouldn't say right after the season's over. You're like, Trayvon Walker. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. But once the it started, the juices started to flow there, we could yeah. have got down. I mean, I ended up getting a plus three. I owe it all but... to you because you just kept pestering me with it, so I didn't have a choice but to embrace it. I know. I mean, you were walking in here in December, January, talking about the draft. I'm like, Tim, shut up. No. There's a reason I talked about you it. You did good, too. And I know. that's how you ended up with 40-some tickets. And it's, it was the best betting day of my year. My man. So there we that's go. Right. See, we learn from each other. See? See? All right. Um, anything right now intrigue you as we take a look at the updated series prices? Um, Bucks plus 115 after dropping game two? I already have them at plus 175 for the series. So I have Milwaukee... Philly. How are you feeling Dallas. about Milwaukee? Oh, I feel fine. I feel fine about that bet. I'll actually take Milwaukee in one of these games that are underdog when we get back to Boston. Well, they'll be yeah, they'll be a favorite yeah. in when both get, games. When we get at back home. to Boston, they're probably. minus three. So tomorrow, uh, Saturday afternoon, they're laying three, a total of two thirteen. Does the trend continue on unders? In this series, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll be completely honest. The only thing that I will pay any attention to on Saturday will be the, the races at Churchill Downs and Edmonton boxing. Six nothing and boxing. It, it yeah, because Canelo's fighting Saturday night, so I won't. Nothing else will enter my mental space besides horse racing and boxing. Do you realize how wonderful your day could be if you just sit back? You've got Buck Celtics Derby. Well, do this. Grizzlies, Warriors. You bet. If we fight. win, give me half. If we lose, just don't text me. <laughs> just don't text me. Yeah, because I tell you I don't want to hear it anyway. So you feel confident about something wrong with it. I was just it. saying. I was just saying. Uh, by the way, we do have some breaking news. Uh, Aaron Oster said, Debo Samuel. I said, oh, where does he get traded? Uh, apparently, he refollowed the 49ers on Twitter. Yeah. So that that's the world we live Aaron's in. Aaron's got... Inst- oh, sorry. Yeah. Aaron's Instagram. Got jokes. My bad. We're having a serious conversation. All of a sudden, hey, guys, breaking news. Debo Samuel. And then he kind of pauses. Okay. It's always fun to the rabbit get the gun. You're full of uh, anecdotes today. Some southerner from the south. Sean also hosted the Derby preview with Patrick Maher prior to our show. Killed it. I think, I think Sean, Sean's running, running low on fumes here. 
Yeah. <laughs> Middle of the show, he's like, God, this show is taking forever. I well, need berries. I'm hungry. We're wrapping things up next, Sean. One more sec. Got one more segment in you? I do. Come on. Come on, Sean. It's a nightcap here on Visa. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sean is thinking about a nice rib cap from Barry's. Right I'm, like, well, I'm, I'm starving, dog. I French just, onion soup. Man, I got to make a, a educated quality decision on my drive home but i'm starving I mean, we got some quality options here you're gonna go drive through it's gonna take too long yeah, I just... go go up to eight east get a nice get a nah. nice cocktail nah, nah. get some brisket fried rice so i'm not having any alcohol until my birthday when's your birthday end of the month okay yeah any I'm, I'm about to get my sexy back yeah my sexy back you never see me when my cheekbone structure is like really on point I don't, yeah. I don't know what that means, but sure. Just saying. I saw pictures of you when you were uh, running for 700 yards at Tulane. Yeah, that was unfair. <laughs> Hair, abs, that was unfair. <laughs> yeah, this personality and smile, I know it's cheating. <laughs> God. I want to, I wish, I wish for one day I had the confidence of Sean King. I, I just, mean, hey, man, if you don't believe in you, who will? <laughs> That's true. It's yeah, a fair point. Come on. It's a fair point. <laughs> Oh, man. By the way, uh, I guess you'll never tell me, but no chance you're making it to your birthday without a sip of alcohol. Oh, absolutely I am. Yeah, I do it every year. Yeah? Yeah. What, start of May? Yeah. Just so that way on my birthday, I feel really good, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember, you got a, you got a Hall of Fame situation, too. You got it's a, end of July. Yeah, I and know. I got to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got to look good down absolutely, there. Absolutely, yeah. sharp. Yeah, I might. I might walk in with my Tulane uniform on, in the pads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, end of the month or end of July. Yeah, absolutely. In New Orleans, it'll see be- if I can get a miracle five runs in the top of the ninth over here in uh, Dodgers Giants. I'm sure, it won't be humid at all in New Orleans. Uh, end of July. Oh, yeah, it'll be. Yeah, it will be. Scorching. You go down there three days before, you'll sweat off a... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 50 pounds. Yeah. Like a sauna walking around. So you'll be you'll be you'll be shocked. It'll come off me fast. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm not uh we do have a line out. 
Uh, Phoenix minus one at Dallas Friday night. Really? Yep. After a 20-point victory. So that is at draft That's games. what you call a stinky line. So they're telling you Dallas is going to win that game by 12. That is a little stinky. Because when people see that, they're going. The public's going to jump on Phoenix. Let's oh, see yeah. minus one after oh, after they just witnessed a it. twenty point yeah. whooping. That is uh, well, and how about this? Philadelphia now they get Joel Embiid back. They're minus one. Philadelphia. Minus yeah, I'm one. over them. Yeah. You're not over Dallas though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not investing any more money on Dallas or Philly. I got to figure out how to cover myself for when these two clown shows. Get the lights turned off in this series, so I gotta figure out how to make my money back. I should have went alt puck line with. Edmonton no, you shouldn't tonight. have. You'd have been fine if you'd have just bet the lightning like I told you to. I did all three phases. I I bet them all three phases. Very happy. I'm happy for you. I'm Thank happy you. for our listeners. Thank I'm you. happy for me. I won my bet, and then I'm proud of myself. See, let me- I went. You, you, Let me explain something. The lifeguard was there, yeah, and I was like, hey, I'm jumping off the diving board. And you said, yes, I give you your blessing. And I jumped in. Oh, we survived. And then you went on break, and I looked around, said, I think I can do it. And I jumped back in with yeah. Edmonton. So we're going to take care of Let me explain here. why I'm being persistent. When you have these opportunities like what we had today, you have to hit all of it because they don't show up that often. So, like, if I give you a, a underdog in hockey and put the Puckshadamas stamp on it and say, don't just bet the underdog. Bet them first period. Bet the three-way win and the reverse puck line. I'm telling you, like, you have to take it. That's probably – I had, what, plus uh, about five-something in, in value today? Plus yeah, 500 and something? You nailed it. You have to kill that for all those times where you lay the money with the favorite. You know, you bet – Somebody minus one sixty or something, and they don't win. So, Jess, if you're gonna follow, then allow me to lead. God, I don't just, need I don't just, need you to follow just, and teach. Just one day, all I want one day to have the confidence of Sean. Just walk around. Oh man, listen. Call myself Puckster. Puckster Dominus was earned. It that, wasn't given. <laughs> I earned that. I tell you, I've been on hockey since '04. Since the Lightning won their first Stanley Cup. That's my thing. You started calling yourself Big Stick Adamus. Nah, I made that up. In-game Adamus. No, oh, in, in-game King. In-game yeah, King. Yeah, in-game King. Oh, that's cold-blooded, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you went in-game on this one. Hey, home run. Oh, yeah, they're getting slack. Oh, no, that was, sorry, that was Max. No, no, oh. yeah. All right, slack. let's get no NBA tomorrow night. So, uh, Pucks or Damas will go Rangers-Pittsburgh Pittsburgh, coming off three overtimes. Pittsburgh got to win four to three. Total sitting at six. Juice to the under at minus 115. Here at Circa, you're looking at Rangers minus 151. Pittsburgh plus 138. Did the Rangers bounce back? Uh, if I had to do anything in that game, I probably won't touch a side. I might lean to under five and a half potentially. I know that. Uh... The Rangers should see now they can't win shootouts versus the Penguins. They did a great job early in that game of checking, being physical, and they let up a little bit. And you know, so if I played something right now, I'm probably going to abstain from touching that game. I would probably look at the under. I think it's plus one hundred. So tonight, uh, yes, the uh, no the over, the under is juiced minus right. uh, one fifteen. Okay. So 
tonight we saw bounce backs from three of the four teams. Mm -hmm. The only team, no, that's not not true. Tampa was on the road too. But Edmonton wins 6-0. That was a bounce back at home. Minnesota wins 6-2, bounce back at home. Florida dropped game one. Does the trend continue? Does Florida take care of business against the Washington Capitals? The total is six and a half, juice to the over at minus 130. Yeah, they're telling you that Florida's going to put up some goals. So I'd go Florida puck line, and if you can find super puck line, I probably would. Florida puck line right now you could find. That's still not going to be great value. Plus 102. Yeah, so. I mean, I would play that if I was going to play the game because I do think Florida comes out. They're explosive on offense. That total says they're expecting a high-scoring game. I think Washington got accomplished what they intended to down in Florida, which was a steal and win. So I'd even probably lay the two and a half with Florida because when they score, I mean, they really score. All right. Evening affairs. We got Nashville, Colorado. Yeah. Just, what was that, 47? You can nothing. go ahead and bet the sweep. Yeah. Just take all your money and bet the sweep. Nashville has no chance to win a period. No Forget a game. <laughs> And then Calgary, Dallas. I like Calgary big tomorrow night. I'm going back on them. Wow. You know, I'm Even not, after they yeah, let you down. Yeah, I'm not letting that deter me from what I know is the better team. I think they got caught up in trying to be the bully, and I think they're going to get back to just playing, you know, great hockey. So I, I like Calgary on the uh, puck line. You see the puck plus line? It's only plus 110. Yep. Plus 110 pretty much everywhere uh, for the Flames. Stars if Calgary, are just bad on offense, If Calgary too. wins again one to nothing. Uh, is Calgary going the yellow tape? No, nah, because I'll be the idiot for not just betting the under. That's true. I mean, the Dallas is always in low-scoring games. Right now, the uh, the under, you could get under 5.5 at mm. minus 105. And you know what I might do? I might, but see, then again, I just, I don't know. I feel like Calgary's going to have this explosion on offense. So I just want to take them puck line. Because what I'm afraid of is if I go Calgary and, and, par- and pair it with the under, that Calgary might score five, six goals. Like the rest of these games, like when the, the motivated team has kind of gotten out to the lead and, you know, it's just snowballed. A bunch of quitters in the NHL. So they fall behind and they just quit. Okay, we'll wait. We'll get them next game. By the way, uh, the Edmonton-LA total was six and a half. Edmonton scored six goals. That's a tough one to swallow. And the team scored zero? Yeah. yeah. I could see Calgary <laughs> being like that tomorrow. All right, so, Sean, let's make it concise. I know there was some confusion for some out there listening to your plays last night, so let's make it concise. No play on Pittsburgh, New York. No play. Florida puck line. Yes. My parlay tomorrow is Florida puck line, Pucks for Domus. It's not like a play of the month or play of the week, but I will play it. It's a two-team parlay, Panthers puck line paired with Flames puck line. So why wouldn't you put Avalanche in there? Because it's minus 400. I mean, even the puck line is, what, minus? 140. Yeah. Just... It's not going to bring down value. Yeah, I, I know, but I just. All right, so you, yeah. Florida puck line, If you Calgary wanted to puck add line. Al's puck line, that's fine. I mean, they're going to demolish the Predators. Predators have no shot. All right, there you go. More Derby talk tomorrow. How about this? Paul LaDuca. Yeah going to join the show. He'll get his thoughts on the run for the races. White, Abario, and Messier. 15 and 6 yep. post. 
Sean is looking at. Hey, thanks to Kenny Rice. Thanks to Dwayne Colucci. Thanks to Chris Carter. 6 a.m. Eastern. Check out Sean and Mr. Maher, the Kentucky Derby preview. It's the nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare